بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We start in Surah Al-Kahf now and the verse is going to be verse 30 this is where we arrived at <coughs> I asked where were those inhabitants of the cave you mean, you mean geographically geographically these were young believers in the oneness of Allah and his uniqueness and in Tawheed and they lived amongst uh, previous nations and they disassociated themselves from their people because their people were on shirk and they refused to follow shirk and that's why they took to this place away from their people and they sheltered themselves in this cave this is as to who were these young and their creed as to the exact location where that was only Allah knows best meaning the exact location there are certain sayings about the place but there is no uh, authentic evidence to prove either one but they were known they were known to their story was known to the Jews and this is evident from the fact that the people of Quraysh when they wanted to oppose the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and challenge him they came to the Jews since the Jews had a book which is the Torah and the Jews told them والسلام, to ask the Prophet in order to check his prophecy ask him about certain things and from these things where the story or was the story of the people of the cave <coughs> and then Allah revealed to the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, their story and this is what we read in the Quran verse 30 I'm saying this is what in response to your, to your uh, question as who were they إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات إنا لا نضيع أجر من أحسن عملا Verily as for those who believe and do righteous deeds certainly we shall not suffer to be lost we shall not suffer to be lost the reward of anyone who does this righteousness in the most perfect manner This is from the style of the Quran Whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the fire of hell then he speaks about the opposite and that is paradise and this is the meaning of the word Mathani in Surah Al-Zumar please 39 23 in Surah Al-Zumar 39 23 where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Allah نزل أحسن الحديث كتابا متشابها Allah has sent down the best statement a book this Quran it's parts resembling each other in goodness مثاني and truth and this is from the style of the Quran whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about paradise or about, about the fire of hell he speaks then about 
paradise. And this is from the Mathani mentioned here. Its parts are resembling each other in good in, in goodness and the truth. تَقْشَعِرُّ مِنْهُ جُلُودُ الَّذِينَ يَخْشَوْنَ رَبَّهُمْ ثُمَّ تَلِينُ جُلُودُهُمْ وَقُلُوبُهُمْ إِلَى ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ The skins of those who fear their Lord Allah shiver from it when they recite it or hear it. Then their skin and their heart soften to the remembrance of Allah. ذَلِكَ هُدَى اللَّهِ يَهْدِي بِهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَمَنْ يُضْلِلِ اللَّهُ فَمَا لَهُ مِنْ هَدٍ This is the guidance of Allah. He guides there with whom He pleases. And whomever Allah sends astray, for him there is no guide. So these are parts resembling each other in meaning, in situations, in descriptions. Why? What's the wisdom behind this? The wisdom behind this is that لِيَكُونَ الْإِنسَانُ جَامِعًا بَيْنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالرَّجَاءِ فِي سَيْرِهِ إِلَى رَبِّهِ What's the wisdom? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the fire of hell and then he speaks about paradise, so it is for man. The wisdom is that man comprises both fear and hope in his travel to Allah in this life. Now Allah speaks in this verse, Inna ladina amanu, those who believe, wa'amilu salihat and did righteous deeds, inna la ajraman ahsana amala. Look, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said here, ahsana amala, best in deeds. He didn't say more in deeds. He didn't say more in deeds. He said best in deeds. For good is rewarded with good. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in Surah Al-Rahman, in Surah Al-Rahman, verse 60. In Surah Al-Rahman, verse 60. وَهَلْ جَزَاءُ الْإِحْسَانِ إِلَّا الْإِحْسَانِ وَهَلْ جَزَاءُ الْإِحْسَانِ إِلَّا الْإِحْسَانِ Is there any reward for good other than good? Now, how to achieve this state of ihsan, of goodness in actions? This takes place by fulfilling two matters. First, al-ikhlas azza wa jal, seeking, having the action purely done for the sake of Allah. Second, al-mutaba'a li rasulillah. Second, following the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this ayah incites the believers to look and to act, to seek al-ihsan, goodness in their actions. What will be the reward for those? The verse 31, أُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتُ عَدْنٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهِمُ الْأَنْهَارِ يُحَلَّوْنَ فِيهَا مِنْ أَسَاوِرَ مِنْ ذَهَبٍ وَيَلْبَسُونَ ثِيَابًا خُضْرًا مِنْ سُنْدُسٍ وَإِسْتَبْرَقٍ مُتَّكِئِينَ فِيهَا عَلَى الْأَرَائِكِ نِعْمَ الثَّوَابُ وَحَسُنَتْ مُرْتَفَقًا The next verse please. أُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتُ عَدْنٍ The reward for those will be جَنَّاتُ عَدْنٍ Meaning those who believed and did righteous deeds. These for them there will be عَدْن Paradise, everlasting gardens. جَنَّات is the plural of جَنَّة what is the definition of Jannah? What is the definition of paradise? Al-Jannatu hiya al-dar al-lati a'addaha Allahu li-awliyaihi fiha ma la'aynun ra'at wa la'udhunun sami'at wa la'khatara ala qalbi bashar Jannah is the abode which Allah prepared for his awliya, for his friends. Fiha ma la'aynun ra'at 
no eye had ever seen ولا أذن سمعت no ear had ever heard ولا خطر على قلب بشر nor that it came to the thought of anyone meaning what's in it جنات إقامة residing places لا يبغون عنها حولا no desire will they, he, they have for removing themselves or being removed from it and from the perfect blessing I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the residence of paradise ومن تمام النعيم and from the perfect blessings there أن كل واحد منهم لا يرى أن أحدا أنعم منه that each one of this one of them sees that no one else is in a better state than him and the opposite and from the complete misery for the people of hell is that each one of them sees that no one else is suffering more than him تجري من تحتهم الأنهار wherein rivers flow underneath them Anhar plural of river وهي أربعة those rivers are four Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned them in surah Muhammad in chapter 47 let's take the first one verse 15 chapter 47 surah Muhammad مثل الجنة التي وعد المتقون فيها أنهار من ماء غير آس وأنهار من لبن لم يتغير طعمه so first was water وأنهار من لبن لم يتغير طعمه rivers of water Allah states the description of paradise which the muttaqeen the pious have been promised is that in it are rivers of water and taste and smell of which are not changed rivers of milk of which the taste never changes and rivers of wine wine delicious to those who drink and rivers of clarified honey clear and pure therein for them is every kind of fruit and forgiveness from their Lord those who shall dwell forever in the fire and be given no drink boiling water so that it cuts up their balls are they the same? are they the like? you see the comparison? here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse said min tahtihim from underneath them and in another verse he said tahtahum underneath them and in another third verse he said min tahtiha from underneath it and in another fourth verse he said tahtiha underneath it the same meaning all of these are the same meaning لأنهم if it is because if the rivers flow under the trees and under the palaces then this means it flows under them then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says يُحَلَّوْنَ فِيهَا مِنْ أَسَاوِرَ مِنْ ذَهَبِ they will be adorned with bracelets of gold يُحَلَّوْنَ فِيهَا they will be adorned so don't think that the gold 
that is in paradise is like the gold in this life there's a great difference because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the hadith Al-Qudsi said أَعْدَدْتُ لِعِبَادِيَ الصَّالِحِينَ I have prepared for my righteous slaves مَا لَا عَيْنٌ رَأَتْ وَلَا أُذُنٌ سَمِعَتْ meaning no eye had ever seen nor ear even heard nor came on the thought of the, on the heart of any human and had the gold of this of the paradise been like that in this life then our eyes would have seen it but the hadith indicates otherwise then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَيَلْبَسُونَ ثِيَابًا خُضْرًا مِّنْ سُنْدُسٍ وَإِسْتَبْرَقٍ That they will wear garments of fine and thick silk. And he said, green. Green. So he singled it with green because أَشَدُّ مَا يَكُونُ رَاحَةً لِلْعَيْنِ It's the most comfortable for the eye. In it, there is beauty and there is comfort for the eye as well. Then Allah says, مُتَّكِئِينَ فِيهَا عَلَى الْأَرَائِكِ They will recline therein in raised or on raised thrones. And this reclining reflects a state of comfort and calmness and tranquility. So from this verse we deduce the following, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised the paradise by two things. By two things. نِعْمَ الثَّوَابِ نِعْمَ الثَّوَابِ How good the reward وَحَسُنَتْ مُرْتَفَقَةً And how and what an excellent dwelling or residing place As in Surah Al-Furqan in Surah Al-Furqan 25-24 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says أَصْحَابُ الْجَنَّةِ يَوْمَئِذٍ خَيْرٌ مُسْتَقَرًّا وَأَحْسَنُ مَقِيلًا قال الله تعالى أصحاب الجنة يومئذ خير مستقرا وأحسن مقيلا The dwellers of paradise will on that day have the best abode and the fairest places for repose for repose So this ends the explanation of verse 30 Now we go to the next verse In this verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will talk about an example an example filled with benefits. وَاضْرِبْ لَهُمْ مَثَلًا رَجُلَيْنِ جَعَلْنَا لِأَحَدِهِمَا جَنَّتَيْنِ مِنْ أَعْنَابٍ And put forward to them the example of two men. Unto one of them we had given two gardens of grapes. جَعَلْنَا لِأَحَدِهِمَا جَنَّتَيْنِ مِنْ أَعْنَابٍ وَحَفَفْنَاهُمَا بِنَخْلٍ وَجَعَلْنَا بَيْنَهُمَا زَرَعًا and put forward to them the example of two men. Unto one of them we had given two gardens of grapes, and we had surrounded both with date palms, and had put between them green crops, cultivated fields. Meaning, put forward to them to who? To the kuffar, to the unbelievers. From Quraysh and other than Quraysh. This example of the two men, unto one of them we had given two gardens of grapes. 
and most abundant of that are the grapes and the sides of it the date palms and between them fruits and grains and crops كِلْتَ الْجَنَّتَيْنِ آتَتْ أُكُولَهَا وَلَمْ تَظْلِمْ مِنْهُ شَيْئًا وَفَجَّرْنَا خِلَالَهُمَا نَهَرًا each of these gardens brought its produce each of these gardens brought its produce and failed in the least therein كِلْتَ الْجَنَّتَيْنِ آتَتْ أُكُلَهَا each of the gardens brought its produce وَلَمْ تَظْلِمْ مِنْهُ شَيْئًا and failed not in the least therein وَفَجَّرْنَا خِلَالَهُمَا نَهْرًا and we caused a river to gush forth in the midst of them so there was no diminution in the produce and there was a river flowing through in the midst of them strongly so all means of sustenance grapes dot date palms cultivation and this gushing river and then furthermore وَكَانَ لَهُ ثَمَرٌ and he had a property you know a fruit فَقَالَ لِصَاحِبِهِ now this is the, the dialogue that took place and he said to his companion in the course of mutual talk وَهُوَ يُحَاوِرُهُ أَنَا أَكْثَرُ مِنْكَ مَالًا وَأَعَزُّ نَفَرًا said to his companion I am more than in wealth than you in wealth and stronger in respect of men so this man had fruits excessive or you know so he and amidst this conversation he said iftakhar now he is speaking with pride so he boosted by two things abundant wealth his pride his lineage so he's saying that out of haughtiness he is not really relating that reflecting the favors of Allah upon him how can we say this because of the punishment that was inflicted upon him later as we will hear as we will hear from the verses that will come later so he was really speaking out of arrogance وَدَخَلَ جَنَّتَهُ وَهُوَ ظَالِمُ لِنَفْسِهِ here we go and he went into his garden while in a state of pride and disbelief unjust to himself ظَالِمُ لِنَفْسِهِ and what did he boost? He boosted saying, I think, قَالَ مَا أَظُنُّ أَن تَبِيدَ هَذِهِ أَبَدًا I think not that this will ever perish, his garden. Ever, ever perish. Look at this. وَمَا أَظُنُّ السَّاعَةَ قَائِمَةً Another one. And I think not that the hour will ever come, meaning to be established. Then, وَلَئِن نُرُدِدْتُ And if, and if, look at this, this is an if of doubt. And if indeed I am brought back to my Lord, وَلَئِن نُرُدِدْتُ إِلَى رَبِّي 
لَأَجِدَنَّ خَيْرًا مِنْهَا مُنْقَلَبًا On the day of resurrection, I surely shall find, I surely, I surely shall find better than this when I return to him. How did he wrong himself? How did he cause injustice to himself? قَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلُ وَهُوَ ظَالِمٌ لِنَفْسِهِ ظَالِمٌ لِنَفْسِهِ Unjust to himself by disbelief as it will become clear later. And then he said, ما أظن, I don't think that this will come to an end. He was amazed, taken by his amazement and arrogance, looking at it, you know, fully growing, powerful, rivers, beautiful, and so forth. Until he forgot that this life doesn't stay for anyone. He forgot that. Then he added to that, وَمَا أَظُنُّ السَّاعَةَ قَائِمَةً So he denied the resurrection. And I don't think that the hour will come to be established. So because if his Jannah is his garden here, or the garden is not come, come to an end, then he will say there is no resurrection, and that's only the enjoyment of this life. And وَلَئِنْ رُرِدْتُ And suppose, suppose, this is an assumption, if وَلَئِنْ رُدِدْتُ if I, if I would return to my Lord لَأَجِدَنَّ خَيْرًا مِنْهَا مُنْقَلَبًا Then I I shall find better than this when I return to Him. Meaning that since Allah bestowed upon me from this in this life then surely He will bestow upon me from the next one. And this is a corrupt analogy. This is a corrupt analogy. Because it is not really binding or necessitated that people receiving the blessings in this life and favors that they will receive that in the, in the hereafter. And the opposite is true that if someone doesn't have much of these worldly things that he may not be given of the favors in the hereafter. There is no inevitable, com uh, yes, there is no inevitable commitment in either way. To the contrary, the Kafirs in this life, the unbelievers in this life, are enjoining and they're, they're the things that they have is given to them in advance. All the good that they have is given in advance. However, in the hereafter they will be punished. This person saying that you have just heard, this man of arrogance, is similar to the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala statements about man in Surah Fussilat, in chapter 41, verse 49 and 50. لَيَسْأَمُ الْإِنسَانُ مِنْ دُعَاءِ الْخَيْرِ Man, 
the disbeliever does not get tired of asking good things from Allah but if an evil touches him then he gives up all hope and is lost in despair and truly if we give him a taste of mercy from us after some adversity like poverty, disease, etc. has touched him he is sure to say this is for me due to my merit and I think that هذا لي وما أظن الساعة قائمة and I don't think that the hour will be established ولئن رجعت إلى ربي but if I am brought back to my Lord إن لي عنده للحسنة then surely you know there will be for me the best wealth etc. from him then comes the warning then we verily will show to the disbelievers what they have done and we shall make them taste a severe torment so what did his companion now tell him in amidst this conversation قَالَ لَهُ صَاحِبُهُ وَهُوَ يُحَاوِرُهُ verse 37 from the same surah Al-Kahf قَالَ لَهُ صَاحِبُهُ وَهُوَ يُحَاوِرُهُ أَكَفَرْتَ بِالَّذِي his companion told him in this amidst of this dialogue أَكَفَرْتَ بِالَّذِي خَلَقَكَ مِنْ تُرَابٍ Do you disbelieve in the one who created you out of dust meaning your father Adam ثُمَّ مِنْ نُطْفَ and you out of نُطْفَ out of mixed semen mixed female and male sexual discharges ثُمَّ سَوَّاكَ رَجُلًا then fashioned you into a man you disbelieve in him this kind of exclamation is, uh, is, is, is denying it is a denial there is no doubt meaning not approving of what this person is saying and it could also be an exclamation and a denial at the same time meaning how come you become how come you disbelieve in the one who created you and we learn from this therefore a benefit that the person who denies the resurrection is a kafir is an unbeliever and there is no doubt about it we read in surah at taghabun chapter 64 Verse 7 Those the disbelievers pretended that they will never be resurrected for account قل, Say O Muhammad to them Bala Warabbi yes by my Lord Latubatunna you will certainly be resurrected then you will be informed then you will be informed and recompensed for what you did and this is easy for Allah then he asserted to him in response look at this beautiful response from this believer from this believer who was in his in this dialogue لَكِنَّهُ وَاللَّهُ رَبِّي وَلَا أُشْرِكُ بِرَبِّي أَحَدًا but as for my part I believe that he is Allah my Lord and none shall I associate as a partner with my Lord هُوَ اللَّهُ رَبِّي هُوَ He is my Lord It's just like هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَد Allah is the one and unique وَلَا أُشْرِكُ بِرَبِّي أَحَدًا 
And none shall I associate as partner with my Lord. Meaning, you disbelieved, however, I am proud by my faith and my belief in Allah. And Allah will accept from the pious. It is the saying. It is like the saying of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in Surah Al-Ma'idah. In Surah Al-Ma'idah, the son of Adam to his brother Qabil, chapter five, verse twenty-seven, when he told him, Definitely, Allah certainly accepts only from the pious. وَلَوْلَا إِذْ دَخَلْتَ جَنَّتَكَ قُلْتَ مَا شَاءَ اللَّهِ Look at the lesson now he's giving him. The admonition. وَلَوْلَا إِذْ دَخَلْتَ جَنَّتَكَ قُلْتَ مَا شَاءَ اللَّهِ لَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ And it was better for you to say when you entered your garden مَا شَاءَ اللَّهِ When you enter your garden to say that which Allah wills will come to pass. MashaAllah. There is no power but with Allah. There is no power. La quwwata illa billah. Intarani ana aqalla minka malan wa walada. If you see me less than you in wealth and children. So in his statement, La quwwata illa billah. He's assigning the whole power and complete power to Allah Azza wa Jal. He is the one qualified with the absolute power. So this garden of yours, it didn't become as you have described it and you have seen it by your own power and not by your own will, however by Allah's power and Allah's will. And it is, it should be that man, if he becomes, he likes something from his wealth, to say, ما شاء الله لا قوة إلا بالله. Meaning, that which Allah wills will come to pass. And there is no power but with Allah. Assigning everything in this respect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إن تراني أنا أقل من كمالا if you see me less than you in wealth and children this if is conditional if أي it means that if you disrespect me because I am less than you in wealth and children not like you in your pride and haughtiness فعسى ربي عسى ربي أن يؤتيني أن يؤتيني خيرا من جنتك. It may be that عسل. Let's focus on this term عسل. It may be this is one meaning that my Lord will give me something better than your garden and will send on it حسبان torment, a bolt, etc. from the sky. Then it will be a slippery earth. فتصبح صعيدا زلقا. Is this عسل? Is it for expectation or a hope? Two possibilities. It may be for 
Taraji, hoping. In this sense, that this in this sense, then this person da'a and yu'tiyahu Allahu khayran min jannati. This person, in this sense, invoked Allah to give him better than his garden, and that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sends upon it the torment, etc. Why? Because he disrespected him and humiliated him. So he invoked Allah by the same. And there is no problem on a person to do that in facing the person who did injustice to him. Also it is possible that he invoked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have these things sent upon his garden so that this person, this haughty and arrogant person knows of Allah better and leave his this devotion he has for wealth and this is for his own benefit it will be so as if he now is making this dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inflicts such a punishment on him for a greater benefit so that he learns and takes a lesson from this and returns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rather than feeling proud because of his wealth this is if we what? If we take the meaning of Asa as hoping. The other meaning is, if we take it to mean expectation, a tawakka, expectation. And then it would mean, the statement, it means, if you see this, meaning to this other person, in kunta tara hadha, if you see what you're saying as such, فَإِنَّهُ يَتَوَقَّعَ Then it is expected that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove, take away that which you ridiculed me and take away that which you are proud of either case the matter occurred either as a response for his invocation or a manifestation of his expectance expectance this is the first part of his statement the other part is أو يصبح ماؤها غورا or that the water thereof of your gardens becomes deep sunken فلن تستطيع له طلبا so that you will never be able to seek it 